Hello and welcome to the message number nine. This one is for Mothering Sunday and we have the Reverend Joe Tricky speaking to us today. I hope you're encouraged and inspired as you listen. Remember that the sword pierced Jesus' side on the cross. 
But here, the sword pierces his mother's side too. For those of you who are parents or grandparents, you know that when your children suffer, you feel like you're going through it with them. You wish that you could take it away from them. Um, our little one has just recovered from chickenpox. She's still a bit blotchy, um, but she's on her way. And I just wish on those miserable nights when she was crying, she had chickenpox on the inside of her eyelids and in her mouth. Um, don't you just wish that you could take that away from them? When there's someone that you love who is suffering, don't you just wish that you could take that onto yourself and away from them? Here is Jesus showing that great love to his mother, who is in her moment of agony too. As she looks at the boy that she has loved and cherished and nurtured and encouraged and um, taught all sorts of different things as he was growing up. And she looks at him in his moment of agony. And he looks at her and he just shows her what it is to honour your father or mother. And now I don't know about you, but there have probably been moments in your life when you might not have been uh, entirely perfect in this regard. Um, I can think of at least one moment when I haven't been the perfect daughter. Um, probably today, I can think of at least one. Um, we think of moments when we haven't got it right as a child or as a parent. We think of moments that we haven't got it right as a friend. And in this moment on the cross, we remember that Jesus forgives all of that and offers hope to all of us. I love that in this moment, though, he doesn't just say, don't worry, Mum, it'll be okay, or don't make such a fuss, quit fretting, it will be okay. But he offers her a home and provision and a future. And God offers that to each and every one of us. I love that story in Joshua. Um, it's always funny, isn't it, with the lecturing readings, you never quite know which two will be put together or which three, and sometimes it feels a bit random. Um, but as I've been thinking about that one in Joshua, I thought, well, isn't that a beautiful image of what's happening with Mary as well? You see, the people in the desert, God provided for them in the most extraordinary way. He gave them manna, falling, literally, food dropping from the heaven. I mean, for those of us who cook for our kids every night, that would be lovely if I could just send them out to pick it up off the ground and sort their own tea. He provides for his people in the desert and then they are welcomed into the land of milk and honey. This is the land they've been longing for and they finally come there. And it's like God knows they no longer need that provision because there's a new way of living. And in this moment with Mary, when she hasn't got her son to follow and grow with and love and cherish and nurture, God gives her, Jesus gives her a new son. He gives her John. And maybe that John really needed a bit of a mother figure in his life as well. Um, needed someone to support him as he sits down and writes all those gospels and make tea for him when he's just lost in thought, you know, scribbling away in a corner. But Jesus knows that John and Mary both need each other. And in the church, how true is that? We so need each other. God has given us to one another, wants us to each other as a family. We need each other. We're better with each other. We're better. I'm better for knowing you and you and you. I'm better for having you as my brothers and sisters. I can do life as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, better because I've got you. If I was on my own, I'd get into all sorts of chaos. 
I've been so grateful for the people in my life who've helped me to grow as a Christian. I don't know if you um, have any of those in your life, people who've helped you on your journey as a Christian, who've been like mothers or aunts or brothers or grandmothers. I talked about one of them when I um, spoke on Wednesday evening a couple of weeks ago about this amazing old lady from Nancy playing anything on the piano um, who encouraged me to think about my faith. When I think about people who've been parents to me as I've grown up in the faith, some of them are my godparents, and they have this amazing, important role in our lives. Some of them are, um, are unexpected people. Think of this lady called Erica who was homeless, and when we met her, we were helping her to get into a hostel. She came to faith, and um, she's great. She's like... Have you ever met people who are literally tattooed from head to toe, and even to the extent they have their makeup on, which is an excellent shortcut in the morning? Um, so Erica was all kinds of quirky. Life had been really hard for her. But in the time that I knew her before she moved on and moved away, as often happens with, with people, she taught me so much about the love of a parent and the love of Jesus, because her generosity was exceptional. Her care for those around her was unbelievable. She was living in this um, sort of first step off the streets place, and um, uh, it was complicated to say the least. But every single work person in that place knew that Erica cared for them, knew that Erica loved them, knew that Erica would be generous to them, often beyond her means, but she would be generous. And I learned a lot about the kind of endless, compassionate love of God that he gives beyond our expectation. From Erica, she was fantastic. And I pray that wherever she is now, that she, um, that she sees a little something of the legacy that she left in me. And I hope that you've got people in your life. They might look like you or they might look totally different. They might come from the same kind of background that you come from, and much more like Nancy did in my life. Or they might be totally different, like Erica. And they might sow something of Jesus into your life. Jesus gave Mary John. And John Mary, because he knew that they would need each other. And today, whether today is a day of joy or sorrow, or a bit of both for you, we need each other. Because as a family, we stand together in our joys and in our sorrows, and we encourage each other. We journey with one another. That's one thing I've really loved, getting to know you. You love each other. You journey with each other. Some of you have known each other for significantly longer than I've been alive. (laughs) And you've loved each other, and you've shaped each other, and you've rubbed the rough edges off each other for years. You've been a family. And we are a family here. We are part of the family of Christ across Newcastle. And we are part of this global family of Jesus that stretches back in time and forward in time. Where we make mistakes and we get things wrong and we love each other like a family. Um, I heard someone say, and it might have been here, but in the last week or two, the blood of Jesus is thicker than water. The thing that unites us is stronger than the thing that divides us. And um, I want to encourage you, Holy Cross, this morning to carry on being family, to carry on loving one another and doing life together even when it's hard. Because I don't know about you, but I sometimes find family 
um, not always as straightforward as I'd like it to be, shall we say? Family has its challenges, and gosh, in a family, do we know how to rub each other up the wrong way? There's almost no one in my life who can irritate me as much as my brother and sister. But there's almost nobody in the world that I love more than I love them. So can I encourage you to be family, to look out for each other, and, and to do what family do, which is go beyond the bare minimum for one another. Open up your houses, which I know you do. Do things with each other. Go out in the sunshine with one another. Give each other a ring if you know life is hard. Keep doing that. Because in doing that, and in echoing what Jesus did, we continue to do that thing of honouring our father and mother, honouring our brother and sister, living for Jesus. Holy Cross, keep on following the way of Jesus and loving one another. And today, as we celebrate mothers and those who have mothered us, and as we remember before God those we love and miss, can I say thank you for the way that you have welcomed me and loved me? And can I encourage you to keep on doing that for everyone who comes through your door? Because you are such a blessing and you have so much to give as you reflect the love of Christ to those around you. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you welcome us all into your family. That you are the one who fathers and mothers us that you are the one who pours your love on us. And you give us such a wonderful example of love and forgiveness and grace in Jesus. And I ask that you would daily help us to be a better family, to love each other more, and to grow together. In the name of Christ. So let's say the grace to one another, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit to be with us all evermore. Amen. <laughs>